Welcome to the Home Loan MBA, the show that demystifies the home financing process for all, whether you are buying your first home or are a seasoned investor. This is for you. I am your host, Ivan Aragon. This podcast is for informational and illustrative purposes only. It is not an offer or solicitation for a mortgage loan or any other service. It is not legal or financial advice, even though the host is a licensed mortgage loan originator. Welcome to the Home Loan MBA, where we demystify the home loan process. I'm your host, Ivan Aragon, and today we have a great opportunity to discuss something that is thrown around in the mortgage industry a lot, this whole term versus conventional versus government loans. It is something that you'll hear a lot. You, there's a lot of opinion out there. Your neighbor, your brother, your sister, your parents, your grandparents, everybody says something's better, something is worse. Blah, 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 blah. Let's get to it. What is the difference between conventional and government loans? All right, well, let's define first what we mean by conventional versus government. One of the things that you need to understand is that government loans cover usually three different types of loans. We're talking about FHA loans, VA loans, and USDA loans. FHA loans are Federal Housing Administration, VA, Veterans Administration, and USDA, United States Department of Agriculture. The USDA is usually available in certain areas only, whereas the other two are available nationwide. Conventional loans are those that are not government. That's that's as simple as that. And conventional loans could cover two things. Sometimes they are called conforming loans because those are the loans that conform to guidelines by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. So those that conform to those, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, get sold to those agencies. And then uh, on conventional loans that do not conform, so non-conforming loans, uh, are private loans that are available to certain individuals. For the purposes of today, we're going to discuss uh, a little bit more on the FHA versus conforming loans. And that is what most people usually talk about when they're talking conventional versus government. All right. Let's get to a little bit more about what is a government loan. And if we have any professionals here, if your ears haven't been ringing while I was saying the the term government loan, then hopefully they'll start ringing soon because there is no such thing as a government home loan. They are government-insured loans. So the government isn't giving you a loan. The Federal Housing Administration isn't turning around and giving you a loan. A lender is giving you that loan, and the Federal Housing Administration is insuring that loan, saying that if you don't pay, they're going to give money to the lender to, as far as insurance for that loan. So that is one of the main distinctions. People sometimes think it's a government loan. Everyone should qualify. It's government for everybody. No, the government has, certain, has set parameters to insure your loan. And those parameters need to be met for your uh, loan to be given to you because if, they're not, if the loan doesn't get insured, then you don't have a mortgage. And now that is the same for the FHA, for the VA, and USDA. The terms may, may, may call be different in the other two, but at the end of the day, the government is insuring or guaranteeing the loan if it fits their parameters. Now, when we say FHA loans, 
one of the main misconceptions that people hear out there is they think that the F and the H and FHA stand for first-time homebuyers. And that is not correct. FHA stands for Federal Housing Administration. And the Federal Housing Administration uh, loan program was designed to give accessibility uh, to people uh, to purchase homes. Now, we could get into the history of it and debate if there was redlining and who it was available to at the beginning and whatnot, and that is not the scope of our program today. For today, we're going to discuss this FHA loan and what it is today for you, the, the home borrower in, in, in today's day and age. So we just discussed what that government loan is and then government insured loan. Let's go back to that conventional loan. Again, it's a non-government insured. So the government is not insuring your conventional loan. So who is? Well, that's where we get into the tricky situation and you get to hear that famous, you must give 20% down. Because in a conventional loan, you are required to have mortgage insurance if your loan is less is uh, more than 80% of the home's appraised value or purchase price. So if you're only given 5% down, then you're required to have mortgage insurance on that loan. And so as you have that mortgage insurance, that covers the lender if you stop paying uh, for your loan, uh, and then they could cover a certain percentage of, the, of that loan in case you foreclose. That's the difference between that conventional loan and the, and the government-insured loan. Now, we have, for the most part, when people refer to conventional, they're referring to those conforming loans I discussed earlier, the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac uh, guidelines, those loans that conform to their guidelines. There are other conventional loans uh, that, are, that we won't really discuss today. Those are available for uh, extremely high self-employed borrowers, people that really report almost zero dollars on their taxes. Those are uh, sometimes they're, they're called portfolio loans, where the lender kind of keeps that loan uh, and doesn't doesn't sell it off. Uh, also, some of those loans are also uh, maybe sold in a different market, uh, and they're very specific to their terms. So very specific to whoever's giving those those other non-conforming loans. Now, if you could picture that that you have three boxes here, if we're going to talk about FHA and conforming loans. So FHA, Fannie Mae, and Freddie Mac. They each will set up their parameters, these, these three big boxes. Some of your lenders out there get to decide how much of the box they want to lend to. So, for example, if there is a credit score requirement, uh, they could make their credit score requirement a lot higher and say, I'm only going to lend to people that, uh, for this specific program, that have a 720 and above, to use an example. And that's something that they can do. So uh, different lenders may cover different parts of that box. And that's why sometimes you'll see that somebody says, oh, you know what, like my situation got approved by this lender, and it's a conventional loan, and this other lender said that they didn't do it. Uh, well, it's because they cover different parts of that box. Uh, and for the most part, if you go with of the mortgage broker, they have access to all the lenders that cover most most of the most of the box, and so they'll be able to fit you in with the correct person. Now let's go into some differences between these uh, these two types of loans. We have the conventional loan on one side, those conforming loans, and the FHA Federal Housing Administration insured loans. 
Some of the main differences between these two are loan limits. In certain parts of the country, uh, those loan limits differ. For example, in certain parts of the country, the max amount for an FHA loan is $314,000 thereabout. Now, uh, in Maricopa County, where, where I live, that amount was about $331,000 for the year 2020, whereas the maximum amount for that conforming loan was $510,400. Now, if you live in a high-cost area, what is designated as a high cost, let's say, for example, the Bay Area or the LA area and, and certain parts of the LA area, those, those limits kind of actually mirror each other. And so there's not difference in the loan limits. And most of the other places in the country, those limits do come into, into account. And that's the max that your loan can be, not the max that your house can be. So for example, if you're giving a, a, a down payment, you'll have to get to that maximum loan amount on those, on those mortgages to get uh, those conforming rates or those FHA rates. So one difference, loan limits. Let's go to the next one, credit scores. So for uh, FHA, the actual FHA program doesn't have a credit score requirement, but it does have uh, the availability for lenders to set a credit score that they'll lend to. So most lenders will not lend to an FHA borrower with a 580 or lower. Uh, and even between 580 and 620, it's really hard, and only certain lenders will do those loans. Remember a little bit ago, I just talked about that, those, uh, that they could set some limits within the box. So with lower credit scores of 620 to 640 to 660, you could still get an FHA loan and only bring down 3.5% down payment, which I'll discuss here in a bit. On your conventional loans, your credit scores could vary. And usually conventional loans, you'll want, for the lower down payments, you want higher scores. The lower your loan to value is, so the higher the down payment is, the, the lower your score can be on a conventional loan. And you, you won't need to pay that mortgage insurance. Let's go back again to another difference, mortgage insurance. As I mentioned earlier, mortgage insurance covers the lender in case you, you stop paying the, uh, the loan and you go into foreclosure. That mortgage insurance uh, is required on, on conventional loans once you hit uh, 80% loan to value. So if you don't give 20, if you're purchasing a home and you don't give 20% down payment, you'll be required to have some mortgage insurance. Uh, as far as FHA loans, that varies as well. Uh, you're usually always required to have mortgage insurance for a certain amount of time. The amount of mortgage insurance is the same on an FHA loan regardless of what your credit score is. That amount will be the same and is determined by your loan to value and also the length of that mortgage insurance uh, that you'll have on your loan will be determined uh, by your loan to value. Uh, if you give the lowest down payment on an FHA loan, you're gonna have your mortgage insurance for 30 years, on a 30-year mortgage, for example. You'll have that for 30 years. On the, on the regular conventional loan mortgage insurance, Will, uh, will come off once you hit 80% or 78% of, uh, of your original purchase price. So if you bought a home for $100,000, once you hit that $80,000 to $78,000 range, uh, you'll have enough paperwork to be able to have that taken off your mortgage payment. 
so that's that's the main difference on the mortgage insurance between the two programs. One thing I've been discussing a lot here is down payment, which is the next thing we need to get to. On an FHA loan, you're required to have at least 3.5% down. So the maximum loan to value is 96.5%. Now, this one is closer, closely related to that mortgage insurance requirement we just talked about. Because if we're saying you have a $100,000 loan and both things are equal, uh, your loan is not going to be $96,500. FHA requires you to pay an upfront mortgage insurance premium of 1.75%. That also varies slightly depending on different factors, but for the most part, for most people, it's a 1.75%. So that is a requirement, that, and that gets added onto your loan, or you could pay it upfront. Uh, most people in the situation in an FHA loan are trying to lower their payments, their their uh, their cash outflow at purchase, so they're not paying it up front. Uh, but that gets added to your loan. So your loan ends up being a little bit more than that 96.5%. And that is how the how the government funds the program for everybody. Now that low payment of 3.5% is available to everybody in an FHA program. Now uh, as far as the conventional loans down payments start at 3%. And depending on uh, your situation, uh, you may be able to get that 3% or go to 5%. Uh, but there are down payment programs for 3% on the conventional side. Again, the difference comes in that mortgage insurance. And we'll discuss as to which one's better for you uh, slightly here later. Another difference between the two programs are the debt to income ratios. Really, what is your load uh, of your debt to your monthly uh, income, gross income. So for a conventional loan, those are usually you want to keep that to 43% of your gross income. Your total monthly pay outgoing payments uh, gets covered there. Now, on an FHA loan, that could go up to 50% uh, or more depending on your credit score. So it would allow you theoretically to buy more house if you wanted to. Interest rates are also different uh, between the two, uh, and, and they vary depending on your credit score. So it's always good to compare the two. The fact that you have mortgage insurance in one versus the other does not make it better. Uh, for example, you may have a lower credit score and want to go on a conventional loan, and you're trying to just lower your payment because uh, you just want lower payments. Well, you know what? Sometimes if you look at an FHA loan, you might have a lower interest rate and then once you combine that with the mortgage insurance, it's still lower than what you're being offered in the conventional loan. So there's no uh, right or wrong. It's just a comparison for you, what you're looking for individually. And again, in this general advice, it's, that's why it's important that you talk to a professional. So which is better? Again, it depends. Uh, usually, if you have a higher credit score and good debt to income ratio ratios, Conventional is usually better. If you have a higher debt-to-income ratio, FHA, FHA will help you out. If you have a lower credit score, uh, your payments may be lower with an FHA loan because your mortgage insurance will not be a, as, as high. Again, be able to ask these questions of your professional when you're buying a home. Uh, and it doesn't matter if that's your first home, your second home, your third home, uh, as long as FHA is for primary homes. 
So if you're looking to buy an investment property or a second home somewhere else, that's got to be a conventional loan. But if it's for your primary home, regardless if you've been a homeowner or not before, you are able to take advantage of the FHA uh, program as long as you fit the parameters, right? And so always ask when you're looking for your primary home loan, ask for the for what the difference between the two is, especially if your credit score is not uh, the highest. And also if your debt to income ratio is not the best, uh, always ask for uh, a comparison between the two. Now, if you're a veteran, then you should ask for a v- to our comparison between the VA loan, which has great benefits as well. And we'll discuss that at a later episode. Uh, and if you're in a, in a more rural area, uh, USDA loans also work uh, great for primary homes. So those are uh, great opportunities as well. And those will, we'll discuss in another episode, those opportunities. So again, today, hopefully you, some takeaways from today is that you now know the difference between a conventional loan and a government insured loan. And you know that FHA stands for Federal Housing Administration. And that those are loans that are available to you. Uh, and in comparison to conventional loans, you need to take care of the differences and speak to a professional and take care of this great opportunity. There are those are programs that sometimes you may have come in with uh, be predisposed to an FHA loan or a conventional loan, depending on what you've heard in the street, what you heard from family members, you know, all those people that we talked about that could be influencing you. So go in, ask for all the options to see what that difference is for you. And again, until we see you next time, uh, make sure to check us out and at Home Loan MBA on Instagram and on uh, Facebook and on LinkedIn. And uh, post your questions, ask us what, uh, what else you would like to know. Thank you and have a great day. The opinions given here are of the respective host and guests. They are general in nature and do not constitute specific advice. The host, Ivan Aragon, is an employee of P1 Home Loans NMLS 1857499, which has a mortgage broker license in Arizona of 1002194 and a California Finance Lenders Law license of 60DBO117389. The host, Ivan Aragon, is a licensed loan originator in the state of Arizona with NMLS ID 1468842 and the originator license of 1003203, and additionally has his California DBO and MLO license number CA-DBO1468842.